Hey everybody, welcome back to another exciting episode of Coco and Dalts. We're real people bringing you real reviews of all the latest streaming offerings on Netflix, Disney Plus, Amazon Prime, HBO Max, Hulu. Did I leave anything out? Do not say home videos from no, the guy down the street. I'm not going to do that because you'll yell at me. Well, yeah. I'm not Dalts. And I'm not Coco. And not Coco, what are we reviewing today? So today's exciting episode, listener, is going to be about the white tiger. And this is for a listener in India, because we are huge in India. (laughs) I think that listeners should know that we are, uh, that actually India is our second most popular downloading destination. That's because for anybody who is actually located in India or has friends or family in India, we are available on Ghana, right? which is apparently the number one podcasting uh, platform in India. So this is for you, listener in India. We appreciate your business out there. We are talking about The White Tiger, as I mentioned, which is a uh, an adaptation on Netflix of an Aravind Adiga novel. Uh, uh, it was an award-winning novel. And it's about the story of a poor villager who uh, makes it big in the big city. Not remotely close to Slumdog Millionaire. No. It's uh, so it, the poor villager is played by Adarsh Gurav, very uh, ably uh, played by him, by the way. Uh, and he's from a very poor family. Uh, he comes to the big city and tries to make it big as a driver for a very wealthy family. And hijinks and. Uh, <laughs> shenanigans ensue he's trying to be a loyal servant as is uh the expectation of his caste his position in the caste which is the lower caste or lower class um and he's trying to be just a loyal servant and then the rich people as is want for some rich people to do uh take advantage of his uh servitude and it's essentially um the story of uh, a rags to riches kind of kind of thing because he narrates the story throughout and we look back he's looking back and you can tell that he has made it big he's uh running his own driving agency uh, uh in the end of the movie so he's looking back uh, through writing a letter to the chinese premier randomly who is coming to visit india and so he's telling the story of his life essentially yeah so that's the summary I'm not nearly as good at summaries as you are, so I've been studying for the last half hour. (laughs) You have not, be quiet. (laughs) With the hopes that maybe I'll attain summary greatness like you have. He's been reading the Cliff Notes version that was given to him by our crack research team. (laughs) Which is Cole's Notes in Canada, by the way. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, And so that's the story. Uh, Coco, I have a feeling that I know what you thought about this movie. Oh, I know you think that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, tell me. Tell me if I'm right or wrong. So the reason Dalt thinks he knows uh, my review of this movie is because I absolutely did not want to watch it. (laughs) I haven't read the book upon which... It's based. I did read the synopsis of what the movie is about, um, like on Netflix.com or whatever. I was thoroughly uninterested. And I have also read several reviews, uh, not reviews, interviews with Priyanka Chopra, Mm -hmm. who's one of the main characters in the book. And she seems pretty insufferable. So (laughs) I was was on Baywatch. Come on. Oh, I didn't know that. So I was thoroughly uninterested, um, but I actually really liked it. Oh, what? (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, listener, Dobbs I'm stunned. Has, Dobbs has turned into Zac Efron, and he's like, mind blown. Wow, I didn't even <laughs> see that coming. It There was a lot going on, but mm-hmm. in a good way. It was very multi-layered. It was very multifaceted. You obviously wow. had the socioeconomic stuff with the casts, but you also had um, just uh, class stuff with like, and culture uh, clashes as well be- between Priyanka Chopra's character, who is Indian born but raised mm-hmm. in America, mm-hmm. coming to India, kind of clashing with like, this is the way things are always done. Like, she actually treats Balram, who's the uh, main character, he's the servant, the driver. She treats him pretty well mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, you also have family dynamics between Balram's family and also the family that he's driving for. Mm-hmm. There's a lot with family dynamics there that I could really go into as somebody who has family <laughs> has an incredibly dysfunctional family on one side of it. Um, the music was banging just on a totally <laughs> superficial note. I loved the music. Wow. Um, and Priyanka Chopra was not actually insufferable. And it also had, and we can get into this more as well, but there were a lot of, it, it reminded me of a lot of different movies, right? Mm-hmm. Like it reminded me of like the talented Mr. Ripley. Right. It also reminded me of Parasite. Right. It also reminded me of like if the social network were honest about the characters that it's portraying and didn't <laughs> try to irrationally redeem them in the end Mm -hmm. like so it it had a lot going on Mm -hmm. and it i actually really liked it like especially when it took like a very dark turn like about two-thirds of the way through the movie so so listener i'm so stunned uh i had so i was so expecting that coco would not like this movie that i had my defense already (laughs) and now i'm like i'm flabbergasted i'm sort of I don't really have any points to make because you made them all for me. Well, no, go ahead and make your points. I, like we can, I, we can have a conversation. The um, the reviews have been mixed. I've read uh, some extreme on either side, and I've also read some in the middle. So it's just all over the, the board. Um, I will agree with a couple of the things that I read, and usually we don't read uh, reviews before we go into these kinds of things. But I wanted to get I wanted to be more informed because I'm talking about something that I have no knowledge about, right. which is culture in India. Uh, I mean, I know as much as North Americans know, but I've, I've never been to India, so I can't really say much in that regard. Um, one of the things that I thought before I read this review, and I agree with the review, was it was very a very simplistic view of religion, and and it was almost like a it was almost like a, a talking down kind of movie to like it was very simple, and and I had a hard time understanding who the movie was for. Was it for Indians? Was it for North Americans? Was it for Europeans was it for people who are looking to make a better name for themselves, a better li- lives for themselves? So that that confused me a little bit, but overall, like I thought it was a great movie. I thought it was fantastic. I thought the drama was amazing. I thought the acting was amazing. I thought the uh, the characters felt real. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the character uh, Balram Hawai, who was the uh, main character in the movie. Um, his the torture that he goes through inside mm. is very it's palpable. There's one scene where he goes outside after he's been betrayed by the family, and he just goes and hides in the bushes amongst all these uh, condos around him in the in uh, the the rich uh, areas of Delhi. And it was just it was fantastic. I mean, it was just it was really gripping, and it was really emotional, and it was uh, uh, believable. Like I, I have never been to India, like I said, but there was so much. Uh, 
so many great uh, scenes where it was the poverty, the unbelievable mm-hmm. depths of poverty, but also the unbelievable riches of, of, of heights of the riches there too, which you don't really associate with India from North America. You think it's really a lot of squalor there, but it, it is. It's it's a you know it's a westernized country and it's got a lot of commerce and it's got people who are rich and it's got people who are poor. So it, it was it was fantastic. I love these kinds of movies that. We've been watching a lot of these movies that have taken place in other countries, and uh, they've been mainly crime movies. And this right. was not a crime movie that took place in another, and it gave me a really good perspective, I think, of another country. There was crime in it, though. It's not, but it's not a crime. <laughs> but movie. it's not a movie about. It's not a crime. It's not a crime thriller. I wouldn't right. say. I mean, there's mm-hmm. definitely crime in it, and there are nefarious uh, goings on and narrative wells uh, involved. But um, it's mainly this is a this is a story about a guy going rags to riches and. I, I thought it was really great. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I agree with you about the music and, you know, even things on that kind of level. Everything just really felt good. Um, and it's really popular right now on Netflix. So I think a lot of people yeah. are watching it and embracing it, which I think is good because we need these kinds of movies uh, at this time to sort of remind us that the connections with people are not always great. Like we're, well, we're is- missing the connections with people. And I think we miss sometimes that sometimes being away from people is a good thing because you get connected with these people and they betray you and they and they take advantage of you and we have a have to have a reminder of these kinds of things i think well this is a movie that is perfect for the time that we find ourselves in right now because slumdog millionaire was just basically a movie designed to make white people feel good and not have to think (laughs) right right like you've got this kid who's poor he's from the slums but by gosh, he gets this chance on this game show and he wins millions of rupees and now everything is great and you can move out, you can walk out of the theater and be like, oh, that's awesome. And not have to think about any of the socioeconomic implications of, you know, the caste system and the slums in India. But this movie, even though it takes place in India, like at the end, they very specifically draw a parallel to non-India countries because Balram makes it big because of a pretty heinous crime Mm -hmm. that he commits Mm -hmm. and at the very end he looks straight into the camera and he says uh this is just a paraphrase but it's pretty accurate the only way for poor people to lift themselves out of squalor is through crime or politics right is it that way in your country too Mm -hmm. and i'm like yeah that's exactly the way it is in america right like the myth of bootstraps in america is exactly a myth designed to keep the 99 percent thinking that they just need to work harder or try harder or get a lucky break Mm -hmm. and then they'll be like jeff bezos instead of wondering hey why does the one percent like why did jeff bezos make 13 billion dollars in one day Mm -hmm. during a pandemic when i can't even get 600 dollars from the government you know for like eight months and i can't afford to pay my rent or feed my kids or whatever so this is exactly the movie for the times that Mm -hmm. we're in right now and when i said that it's like an honest social network like they didn't try to sugarcoat balram and what he did like you understand why he did what he did and why he felt that was the only way that he could not continue to be like a driver making you know three cents a day or whatever for the rest of his life. Like you completely understand why he did what he did, even though he did really heinous things, you know, but in the social network, like you watch Mark Zuckerberg now, and granted there's a lot of 
like the social network is not accurate on many levels. Um, <laughs> it's a movie. You know, it's a movie, but the way Mark Zuckerberg is depicted in that movie, he spends the entire two hours just screwing everybody over. Right. Left and right. Right. And he's, you know. Rewarded for it. Yeah, he's rewarded for it. Like, he's aggrieved. He's whiny. Like, he doesn't care if you're his friend or his business associate. He just has this naked lust, like, for more money, more power. Like, he wants to be the most popular guy in the room. But at the end, because it's written by a white guy about a white guy, Aaron Sorkin has to throw in a line from the Rashida Jones character saying, oh, Mark, you're not really an asshole. You just need a friend. And I'm like, why would you do that? Mm -hmm. Like, there's nothing, the way this character is presented, there is nothing good or remotely redeemable about this character. He's just an asshole. And so this is, the White Tiger is like an honest social network. Like, Balram is not redeemed in the end. Like, you feel sympathy for what his character has gone through. And there's that line about, is it the same in your country? It's like, well, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. And he did what he had to do to not live in poverty for the rest of his life. But there's not really any, like, redeeming, uplifting, make white people people feel good message. You this know? is a hard movie to watch in a lot of ways for people that are in North America, I think, and in Western yeah. countries because of the poverty and because of the it was a real to me it was a real reinforcement that slavery still does exist even though i know that it still exists but uh, you know indentured uh, servitude is is still out there um there's all sorts of ways that people are underappreciated and underployed and abused and everything like that and it, i knew that stuff but watching a movie like this reinforces that and brings it back to you know, it, it personalizes it when you see a character like this guy going through what he went through. And did you say that the review that you read, I, I did read one just very quick blurb that said this is like pretty much the most accurate depiction of the caste system in India, like ever like written or put on film or whatever. So yeah, and some of the reviews I've read, I'd like I'd be interested to read more reviews in terms of what the Delhi Times thinks of it. Uh, something that's, you know, more local to the culture. The Bangalore Gazette. Right. So, like, what what Forbes thinks about it and what Rolling Stone thinks about it is, well, this is not... They're writing from a North American perspective. And, right. of course, and of course it, it's very enlightening from that perspective. But from a perspective of India, mm-hmm. what do... Is that accurate? Is it an accurate movie? Is it an accurate depiction? I mean, it well, seemed pretty accurate to me, but what do I know? Priyanka Chopra is a producer, and she's from India. So mm-hmm. I think if this were a complete fantasy, she probably wouldn't have signed on That's for true. it. So. There was uh, one review I read that said that her character was very uh, similar to her, is that she moved to New York mm-hmm. and was raised in the United States and then went back for a period of time. So maybe there's a westernization that's been colored there for her and, and her perspective. Who knows? But I think that uh, I, I, def- I definitely recommend it. It's one of yeah. those movies that... Um, the, like the sound of metal that we watched and that I really enjoyed. It's one of those different kind of movies that it's not formulaic and it doesn't fit no. really into any kind of category, which is great because there's so many formulaic movies out there right now, especially on Netflix with the extraction and the, all these, you know, blow them up movies that this is a different kind of movie and you've got to commit to it and you've got to realize that you're not going to be able to go and get some popcorn and come back and, you, right. you know, there's subtitles. I mean, it's, it's not an easy watch for casual listeners. That was a, uh, that was a cool thing too. Like they kind of flipped back and forth between English and what's, what's the language in India? <laughs> what, I, I'm not sure. Whatever the, whatever the language is. I'm so sorry. I, I don't know that. Um, but yeah, that was like 
even some sentences they would be like hey how's it going and then they would like switch to a different language which felt authentic to me that's probably what they do the Mm -hmm. drivers are all standing around making fun of each other and they're probably giving each other crap in english and Mm -hmm. in their native language and that's just the way it works i mean that's why drivers around the world are apparently universal (laughs) in their abuse for one another you know what i take it back um maybe there was a bit of a redemption moment so when balram did what he did uh in order to ensure that he would not be a servant for the rest of his life. Before he did that, his family had sent his nephew to live with him so he could teach his nephew how to be a driver so his nephew might make some good money as well. And when he left that night, he gave the nephew some money and said, if I'm not back by the morning, you need to run, because he knew that his family would be killed after he did what he did. But then he's at the train station leaving Delhi for Bangalore, and he had like an attack of conscience and he went back and he got his nephew and he took his nephew to Bangalore with him. So I guess that's a bit of a redemption moment, but it's not the specific, oh, Mark, you're not really an a-hole, you know, mm-hmm. like laying it out on the line for us, like, you know, whatever. So Yeah, and, and what I liked about this movie too was the uh, complication of the of the characters so that you, you sort of implied that with what you just said, but... Like the uh, the son uh, Ashok, who's played by uh, Rajkumar Rao, very ably played by him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a complicated guy too because yeah. he's he's from he's gone he's from India, went to the states to get an education, then came back. He's got a very uh, American accent, um, and you want to like him because he's like don't don't hit the driver. What are you doing? Right. Treat him like uh-huh. a human being. He's he's trying to be western about it but at the same time he's still in that system Uh he's still raised within that system and he's complicated and there's some betrayal there in the story that he he exacts that is heartbreaking in some ways and to me that was just like the lead character is not everybody's cut and dry not everybody is good and bad Uh i mean we have our good moments and we have our bad moments and that's what human life is and that's what you know you're faced with certain things and you make decisions at the time and the best decision you hopefully at the time so that was part of this appeal to me too no matter where the setting was for this right. movie is that the, com- the, mm-hmm. the the characters were complicated and real and felt really authentic to me. Yeah, totally. I I enjoyed it. So what's your uh, rate? What's your uh, grade, I should say? I would give it like a B plus. Would you really? Yeah. Yeah. A B plus, maybe even an A minus. Yeah, I would give it probably a seven, seven and a half out of ten. Wow. I think I think it was I think it was really good. It's it's one of those movies that I'm not sure I want to watch it again. Right. But I enjoyed it so much the first time that mm-hmm. it just it gets a it gets a high high score for me. And it's only a couple hours long, right? So we're not talking about the, Irish the Lord movie. of the Rings trilogy where you're just like, oh god, how many times is this guy going to have to massage this old guy's calves and <laughs> right. get like the flaky skin off? And you know, oh, it's disgusting. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. There's some definitely some uncomfortable moments in this movie, but it's uh, it's worth watching. Yeah, it's if you are interested in not mindless uplifting drivel mm-hmm. brought to you inexplicably by the director of train spotting then <laughs> then yeah check it out yeah so recommend listener recommend. definite recommend yes so i think that's about it for the podcast for this episode we hope that you're downloading it in multiple places in india right now and listening <laughs> wherever you are in india listening to it we hope you're enjoying it because we enjoyed watching the movie about your culture We did. Yes. So for another episode of the podcast, I'm not Coco. And I'm not Dalton.